A it um, is hard, isn't it? massive game coming up tomorrow night, 10 past seven at the Adelaide Oval. The next guest got the best job in the world, Roach. What job can you have where if you win, it's all because of you, and when you lose, it's it's the other bloke's fault? It's a good one, gig, isn't one. it? I know that feeling a lot. Oh, do you? Yeah, <laughs> you take all the credit and I get all the blame. Oh, you, you, it's, all, it's all fun, no responsibility uh. with you, not with Joshy. Josh Carr joins us now. Hello, Josh. <laughs> Good afternoon, fellas. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Hi, absolute uh, pleasure. Hey, let's have a look at GWS before we get into your mob. Big story, isn't it? Bottom four last year. They lose two of their arguably best players in Taranto and Hopper. Uh, and All yep. thanks to his mate, Adam Kingsley. Yes, that's where I was heading. Have you had a chat to Kingo? Uh, yeah, I speak to Kingo quite regularly. Um, I haven't spoken to him for a few weeks, uh, probably um, maybe a week or two before we played him last, but um, he's done a great job. Um, obviously, you know, they've got a talented team still. They've got a, a number of, I guess, senior players that um, have been elite for a number of years. So, um, you know, no surprise in some ways that they're, they're back up to where they um, probably are right now. But at the same time, he, he's done a great job to, to get them back into this position. Josh, last time at Adelaide Oval, when you won by 51 points, Adam Kingsley was very, very strong in his praise of the Port Adelaide midfield. How are you going with the Magnets this time? <clears throat> Uh, going all right with the magnets. Obviously, off the back of last week, obviously there's the disappointment of last week. But mm. at the same time, um, I'm, I'm really confident um, in our group, and that's not just the the mids in the in the total team to um, you know put in a really good strong performance um, tomorrow night. Um, you know, with the excitement around playing for a prelim final. Be it right or wrong, one of the assessments of the game in Brisbane was for you to keep Willem Drew in a lockdown with Lockie Neal. It cost you somewhere else. How do you deal with it? Um, how do I deal with it? Yeah, yeah, like that's the, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's the balance of um, the tag, isn't it? Really, mm. you know, I think I've been sort of I've spoken about it before. I've, I've had experiences where, you know, in game we haven't started with it, we've gone to it, in, mm. um, you know, during during the game and, and done a really good job. And then you know, last year we did it with um, Ace versus Oliver at, at Melbourne, and went the next game. We thought, well, we've got to do it straight away, and went to Oliver took him out of the game, we got beaten by 30, 40 points. So yeah, yeah. Um, another example of that was last week. So it's a, it's a hard one. You know, you've got to, you go into the game and you plan and you, you hope that, um, you know, by cutting out one of the best players that it's going to have a big influence on the team. But it just shows you that if you, you really put in a team performance and that's what Brisbane did, um, they're able to get the job done. So they're levers that you try and pull and it doesn't always work. If you watch every media report, news service or every silly radio show like ours, uh, you look like you're banged up. Are you banged up? Uh, not really. Not really. I, I think, you know, this week we're going to put out a team that's going to be more than competitive. I, I think we're, we've got players that are playing really important roles. Obviously, Charlie comes back in. He's important to the way we play um, and he's important to, to our leadership. Um, you know, without him having to kick three, four, five goals, I, I think the, the players around him will stand taller and um, the accountability, I think, that he'll, that he'll hold on, on, on his teammates is important. Jeremy Finlayson has been so good for you for, say, two-thirds of the season, a little bit scratchy the last five or six weeks. A, a, a big call uh, to drop a player like that that can play a number of positions, especially when he's up against his old side. Yeah, well, I, I guess it's, you know, we're planning to get into a prelim final and we've got to pick a team that we think is going to going to win and um, in the end Charlie comes in, obviously Lordy had a, had a really strong game last week and, and Toddy's important also so um, yeah look it's, um, it's I don't think the word stiff but um, you know, in the end I guess you've got to perform and uh, if you don't perform to, 
to what you should, then you know you, you cost yourself a spot on the team. I know what's going to happen here. Uh, Roach thinks Frankie Evans will be the sub. I think Finlayson will be the sub. Whose side are you on? <laughs> oh, I'm both of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, just, it's obviously still a bit to our go. And now, obviously, before the game, we'll, we'll name the sub and. Um, you guys can have a little bet and see who wins in the end. Yeah, we've got a few coffees going. Hey, um, Aratio, get close. Uh, he's he's in conversations. Um, you know, we around the selection table. We obviously, as I said, we we try and pick the best team for for the roles that we need. But now, in his case, forward line, and um, you know, obviously, he didn't he didn't get the nod. Josh, is it too simple to say Charlie Dixon's in attack, and now you'll go longer, so you'll get more inside fifties? Too simple. Oh, I think it's probably a bit simple, Roach. Uh, it, it's you know there's more ways of moving the footy inside fifty, and we want to make sure our players are able to take whatever um, path um, that get, gets presented to them. So when we do need to go long, obviously Charlie Charlie's there to, to kick to and, and the target. Um, but we'd like to think that's not our only avenue. You have access to all the data. Do you, do you clearly understand why your inside fifties are down the last mm. six weeks? Uh, I think there's a number of reasons, uh, Kim, with with why mm. uh, I guess we're down. And I, I think um, one is um, a bit of continuity, I reckon, with um, with our forward structure and our, our forwards. The other is we just haven't played that um, you know that well in, in certain periods for for consistency. So, um, and the other one is is teams. You know the, the way they sort of approach it, and you don't um, you know have it that that easy. So um, we like to think. You know, going into this week, we're we're pretty clear with what we're, our instructions are with our with our group, and um, you know, if we move the ball the right way, we think we'll get better connection inside fifty. Josh, what is the state of Todd Marshall? We saw a player who could kick any angle, any direction, and get it straight over the goal umpire's head. It hasn't happened for some time. Is it really the hip, or is it something else? No, or look, I think there's. No, I think that, you know, there's a lot of reasons why players go through these. Can call it slumps or whatever it is with, with your kicking, but um, one thing I know with Toddy, he, he's worked really hard at it, um, and you know he's not that far away from um, you know kicking a, a bag of goals. So I, I think the, the good thing about last week was you know he missed a couple of goals early, um, but then you know he got over it and he kicked a couple of important goals. So mm. um, yeah, like it's not always on Toddy. There's obviously a lot of pressure on on everyone to make sure that we're we're kicking our goals, but. You know, Toddy's had his, had his moments, but I'm really confident that he will come out of it. Would you like to play on Toby Green yourself? No, not really. <laughs> not really. I don't think. <laughs> I'll leave that for our boys. But who's going to do it? You read my mind then, Rich. Who's going to do I, it? I was just about to ask Josh that same question, that every coaching staff have their list of what-ifs, and there's yeah. literally hundreds of them. Like, if Scott Lysett goes down, you know, how you rearrange things. How many what-ifs do you have for Toby Green? If it doesn't work, well, with I think Burton. yeah, yeah, no, like we've got we've got a plan, um, and obviously Birdo did a really good job on him last time. They mm. moved him into the midfield, and he had a really good second half in the midfield. So maybe they should leave him leave him forward for my my sake. But um, <laughs> yeah, like I think I think athletically you got Bergs, who's you know terrific. They can go there. Um, you know Trent McKenzie can play on him if he's deep. I think there's a number of options that we can that we can go to um, with it, but he's a he's a terrific player, and we've got to prepare that um, you know he, he could have a, a really good game, and he does that quite regularly. So um, as I said, we've got a number of levers that we can pull. 
I think I know the answer to this, but do you second-guess yourself when you see Darcy Byrne-Jones have a game like last week or do you just uh, whack him up forward again and persevere or, or, or do you have different thought process how to use him this week? No, well, he's, he's, he's up forward and he's going he's gonna to play there and um, we're confident Darcy's not going to, um, I guess, have a um, quiet game like he, like he did last week. Um, he's been playing in the system and at our club for a, a long period of time and um, really confident that uh, he'll have a have a really solid game and play the role that um, he's been assigned to tomorrow. We had Brenton Sanderson earlier having a look at both games for over the weekend and obviously the Port GWS game. Rich asked the question, uh, would he be putting a hard tag on someone with Willem Drew? And uh, he said he'd be having someone going to Josh Kelly. Yeah, and is that a question that we threw going to Josh well, Kelly? Well, I thought you might say, well, that's why he's not coaching anymore, or whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Look, I think it's a pretty sensible approach. Yeah. Um, you know, if you look at uh, Kelly's game last week, uh, it was pretty. It was a pretty good game. So, yeah, like there's, as I touched on, there's, uh, you know, we've spoken about, you know, in, in planning about a number of those um, situations and scenarios, and you know, it's quite possible that Drew could, could do that job. So, Josh, when we know that GWS wants to put speed on the game, and Port Adelaide likes speed in the game as well, but you had that leakage in defence last week, how do you work this, that you know that GWS is going to play fast and you also got to get your team defensive systems working quickly? Yeah, well, we, you know, one thing is we're obviously going to move the ball well, but, um, you know, we, we weren't happy with, I guess, the way we defended, and a lot of it was obviously from stoppage. I think they kicked 13 goals from stoppage. So, um, structurally, yeah, structurally, how we um, get that right behind um, our, our stoppage is important to start off with and make sure that doesn't happen again. Um, but at the same time, um, it, it's important. We 18 men, yeah, 18 man defence, and the way we we structure up when we move the ball is. Um, we've worked on and worked really hard at it, and I think you'll see a better result this week. Just to go off the game, list management-wise, were you a, a significant factor in Jordan Sweet because you'd coached him mm. to get him to say he wants to come to Port Adelaide? Uh, look, I, I'm not sure whether I was, I was a significant um, factor, but I've obviously got a relationship with Jordan. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if the deal gets done and um, Cripper and CD and those guys can get the deal done, I'll be, um, yeah, wrapped to, to be able to coach him a, a, again and, um, I think he's got some talent, but at the same time, there's still a bit of water to go on the bridge before that, that happens. Uh, always thought he's had plenty to offer, Jordan Sweet. Uh, where do you see him? As purely as a ruckman? Could he be a defender or key forward? Oh, look, I think he's a ruckman, um, okay. Kimbo. So, yeah, I think that's the, the main reason why um, we've, we've looked at him. And um, But, you know, again, there's still a bit to, to go before. Um, anything like that happens. Uh, absolutely not pressing on this. We were talking about this with Sando as well when we try and look at matchups, and I know everyone looks to get a bit of an advantage, but uh, Jesse Hogan, um, would it be O'Leary or Trent McKenzie? Or well, it, dep- it depends, yeah. Yeah, well, it depends. I think there's a number of options with Jesse because, you know, sometimes he can get right up the ground and play that real high mm. um, forward, and he sometimes can even be getting to the back 50 to, to get the ball. So it really depends where he is. You know, Lear's showed that he, he's taken um, the deep player and um, the the key, you know, the, the number one forward spell position. So it really depends on, on where they structure up to, to see where the match is. Uh, matchups takers. You've played with Travis Boak. Uh, he was much loved as a teammate. He's much loved by the fans. He's admired by everyone that likes football in general. Uh, it was suggested this could be his last game or the next week or whenever this season finishes. And I tell you, the faithful have come out in support for him. Do you 
you think we'll see him again next year? Well, look, I'm not really in those conversations um, at the moment, and I don't know what, what Boke is thinking. What I do know, what he's thinking is he's preparing for a big game um, this week um, to, to get into a prelim final. Um, you know, so as far as the, the rest of the um, the stuff goes, with, with him away from footy and what that looks like, it's sort of not for me to, to judge or, or see what happens. It's just really to make sure he's playing his best football this week. If you were just sitting having a quiet beer with him, what would your advice be? Oh, it's not for me to, to talk about. Good know. answer. No, that's all right. Just thought I'd try, Josh. You'd be disappointed if I didn't. Josh, no, just, <laughs> Josh, just uh, explain one thing to us. When Dylan Williams has had that hamstring and we think he's a risk to play, why is he on the emergency list? Mm. Uh, well, he, he trained he trained yesterday and he trained all right. Mm. Um, you know, but I guess early last week, there's, there's just it's still a little bit of a slight chance that it could happen again um, this weekend. So... Um, he showed us that he can train and get up, and if we need to need to pick him, then we can pick him. Um, but they're just, I guess, with Trent and a couple of Charlie and a couple others, the, the risk of taking another one from the start was probably a bit risky. Mm, gotcha. Uh, last one, Joshy. I love the effort that Scotty Lice said. We know he's been banged up this uh, year, but gee, I thought he gave everything last week. This is going to be a battle of the heavyweights, him and Briggs. Uh, Briggs has had a fair season. Yeah, he has, and he's quite powerful, and mm. um, I think Scoot is a, a really good matchup for him. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. He was terrific last week. Um, so, yeah, I think Scoot will give us a, a good look at it. Josh, always appreciate your time. It's going to be a cracking game. 7-10, Saturday night. You can hear it on SEM. We've got uh, three teams covering this game. Uh, Roots at Port Adelaide and the Giants. All the best, Josh. No, thanks for having me. Thanks, Josh. It's going to be a beauty, Roots.